Hello and welcome to therapy. So I had seen a few episodes of RuPaul's talk show and I guess I can add it on to one of my guilty pleasures list just like The View um just like Project Runway or America's Next Top Model or other things like that um is it the best thing ever no but great filler television for me to just watch on a rainy day and so I watched an episode where RuPaul was talking with a talk former talk show host Ricky Lake and Ricky Lake had discussed her husband's suicide he had dealt with bipolar disorder and she spoke briefly about it. She also was there talking about um, her documentary that she had coming out. But she she briefly discussed her her husband committing suicide. And one thing she said that stood out to me that prompted me to do this episode is she said how he was upfront at the beginning and said that he was bipolar and she kind of just I'm I'm paraphrasing but she pretty much took that in jest and you know said well you know I'm a neat freak or I'm I'm you know whatever you know I'm I'm neurotic so no big deal and it's this is going to sound so hypocritical because on one hand you don't want the people in your life to make a big deal about it. That's it, You would think that that would be a perfect response pretty much to say, that's no big deal. Like, I, I have my quirks about me. On one hand, you want that kind of response. On the other hand, you want them to understand the significance of the illness that you have it's such a fine line it's such a fine line there's no perfect answer for it but I just found that funny when she said that um it was like well yeah that was a wonderful response to just say like hey that's okay you know I I have I have my own issues too but as she soon found out it was maybe a, or it was a lot deeper than that so I say all this to say what role I'm gonna I'm gonna approach this from two different ways as the person dealing with the challenge and as the person who is dealing with the person with the challenge if that makes any sense so what what responsibility do I have in a relationship to be forthcoming? When do you have that conversation? And and what does that 
that those two things in particular you know what obligation do you have and and when and there is no perfect answer i can only speak for myself when i say i there's still such a stigma there's still such a stigma with mental health that it's really tough to just it's definitely not something I would bring up early on. So the fact that he brought it up early on was totally commendable. For me, it's not something I would bring up um, early on. I would first have to know their thoughts about mental health before even bringing it up. For example, this is the real world. And we still have people who think that, number one, it's all in your head. There's, like, depression, anxiety. What are you talking about? Like, those aren't even real things. You have those people. You also have the, the people who just feel like, I don't know if victim blame, blame is the right way to describe it, but it's pretty much what they do, like, Oh, you're that way because you don't work out or because you um, don't wear this or think this or say this. Like, just do these things and you'll be fine. And so I first have to know where they stand before I'm comfortable even bringing up the conversation. Um. As far as what the other person should do, so the person who does not have the mental illness, that does not have that challenge, how what can they do to support loved ones in those situations? And I'll speak for myself when I say, It is very, very important, as with everything, that you get to know that person and their needs and not project the needs of others onto them. So perfect example, in my case, as someone dealing with depression, anxiety, that's going to mean I probably don't want to go out to dinner um, at that you know really popular location that you love but if you take that personal oh she doesn't want to go out with me you know or if you take that personal that's not good because it's not personal at all it's something that I'm dealing with and uh, it's personal to me but if you internalize it as, oh, you know, I asked her to go to the, the best place in town and she turned me down, that's, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. For someone else dealing with depression, anxiety, that might not be such big of a deal. They may feel like, yes, please, I need to go out more. I'm, you know, I need to do these things, please. So... I think the most important part, and this doesn't change whether it's mental illness or not, is to get 
to know the person. What does it mean for them? For someone else, that could mean they could be borderline panic attack. Um, for someone else, it may mean, hey, I'm taking a lot of medication to be this way and I need you to be aware of that. For someone else, it simply means, hey, if I don't get my gym time in, I'm very difficult to deal with. So we have to just, we have to just really have those conversations. And if you're too afraid to have those conversations, if you don't know, um, I would say if you're too afraid to have those conversations, maybe maybe that maybe that situation might not be best because those conversa- those conversations have to happen have to happen um you need to know their limits and where they stand it's one thing to say i'm too depressed uh you know it's one thing to say i'm i'm depressed because I don't know I don't make enough money it's another when the person is at the point where they where they feel as if life isn't worth living and so you really have to see the person for who they are Um, another thing that you can do as a person to support um, someone with dealing with mental illness. Another thing that you can do is show show your support and willingness to learn in general. And so if you don't exhibit the qualities of someone who wants to learn. So even if it's not personal, even if you're not going to them and saying, tell me about yourself, what does depression mean to you? Even if not you're doing that, there's still other things in your life where you can show that you are creating a supportive environment. If you are, um, if you show any hostility or if you're, um, if you exhibit no support to the person on television, let's say, you have to realize that the person you're with may internalize that. So if you're watching a TV show and they're talking about, you know, so-and-so just killed themselves and your reaction, your reaction is something negative or your reaction is something that's unsupportive, it's very it's very very likely that they're going to internalize that look at how they look at how they feel about the person on TV that must be how they feel about me so make sure that you're exhibiting supportive behavior in general 
even if you're not even even if you're not sure how to approach the conversation on a personal level, your behaviors through and through should be very, very supportive in general for people dealing with mental illness. Otherwise, it's not going to work and it's actually going to make it harder for them to open up to you if they see that you are not supportive in general. So that is all I will say for now. As always, thank you for listening.